0: Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about allergies. Yeah, but before we begin, we want to um, inform you of our disclaimer. Do not feel that by listening to this podcast that we've dispensed medical advice to you or have given you the ability to treat yourself or others with this information. We do not directly or indirectly dispense medical advice or prescribe the use of herbs as a form of treatment for sickness without medical approval. It's not the intent of this podcast to diagnose diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information from the herbalist's point of view, only for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But the publisher and authors assume no responsibility. If you've, like, seen anything lately you can you've seen the where they're talking about how high the pollen is the juniper and the mullein and the ash and the all of this stuff is really, really high right now um, and as you can tell, I'm stuffed up um, basically, I haven't taken enough of my hay ads. Um but as we talk about this, we want you to realize that whether it's a cold, whether it's a upper respiratory, whether you can't breathe, your ears are plugged. You have ringing in your ears. All of that is treated the exact same way.
1: Eyes are itchy and drippy and gunky.
0: And so on our panel, I forgot to introduce who we have. Today we have Dr. James, Michael James, and his son Scott James. An herbalist. A physician in his own right. (laughs) He's a real herbalist.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about real herbalists. What does that mean to you, son? Loving herbs. Loving herbs? Well, yeah. well, we have a we have a condition in the United States that I call uh, uh, very serious. It's called allopathic trained herbalists. Now, that means the medical profession has trained or bastardized the knowledge that er- these herbalists have, and it's very, very, very sad. Uh, that's one of my hot buttons. Maybe one of these days we'll talk about that, but let's talk about allergies. <clears throat> when I was a kid, just a few years ago i can remember growing up on papa james's farm and we we had a farm we had weeds we had trees we had, you know i didn't live in the city although city people are just as susceptible to allergies as country folk but i can remember in the springtime i would i would be miserable uh it, it just it seemed like everything that was green or everything that was blooming i i got a problem from Runny eyes, sore throat, a cough uh, it just it just was a way of life, and uh, I accepted it as a way of life, but it was I was still miserable now, as a kid, I was a fairly healthy kid. about the only thing I suffered from was was allergies. Well, I didn't have much answers, and I didn't like to take antihistamines and the regular cold medicines because it'd make me tired and and I I was a moving, shaking, coming kind of a kid, you know, I was I had my own agenda and I was after it well, I moved to Oregon when I was in my 20's and Oregon is so, the Willamette Valley is so stinking green that my life was just miserable, well I decided that I was going to get some help. So I decided to call the doctor and see if I could get some help. And his answers were just not doable. Like, go to the hospital if you're that bad. And it's, that was crazy. Well, I had a friend give me a book. It was Jethro Klaus's Back to Eden. And I'd never been exposed to herbs or herbal therapy. Now, my my grandma occasionally would make herbal teas and things like that. But I, as a therapy, I really hadn't been exposed to it. and uh, So I started reading that book, and oh my goodness, I began to be able to manage my own illnesses, my own allergies. And believe me, I needed it because I, I felt like I was allergic to the color green and the Willamette Valley is is so green. I mean, it's, it's green, 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 green. And on top of the green, there's green. So... Uh, the formula that I have currently now called Hayaz—that hey was its beginnings. Was me in Oregon as in my twenties, trying to take care of my own allergies, and uh, I did a pretty decent job with that formula. I was getting some relief, and then I realized, oh my goodness, other people need relief. And then I, I found that I really felt—I mean, that was what I wanted to do: was to do herbs and herbology. And then it took me a long time to find the, uh, the place would, places that would give me the education that I needed. But has was one of the first formulas that I ever made and has, it's been refined. It's, it's an awesome formula. But let's talk a little bit about what happens. There's things we don't care about. As a, as a naturopath and as an herbalist, we don't care whether, whether it's whether it's sinusitis we don't care whether it's a cold we don't care whether it's allergies we don't care whether it's asthma it's re- upper respiratory problems and what we do is HAYAS and other formulas like that put back into the upper respiratory system the nutrients necessary for it to function properly i uh, <laughs> i pause so you jump in here son I'm tired of talking
2: so no, i was um I was in Tennessee for a while, and I did not realize that there's a pollen index. Apparently there is. They count it out here, too. They have a pollen index out there, and I've seen times when I was riding my bike, and it was dark at night, and uh, there were some lights, and you see a green fog. (laughs) A greenish hue in the lights. You see the lights, and it's just a green fog. I was like, what in the world? And you wake up in the morning, and your car would be covered in pea soup. Well, in powder. And if you turn your windshield wipers on, it makes it into pea soup. You have to wipe Dude. it off. Yuck. <laughs> and um, I grew up with hay as so I knew what to do. I had hay on me, and I was taking it. I didn't have any problems. People you your roommate
1: mates have problems. Uh,
2: I've never had allergies or um, sinus stuff or anything more than a day once I start taking care of it. <laughs> if I leave it alone it can get me pretty good.
1: So then you're kind of you kinda of sniffy here are you taking enough to solve the problem or are you just taking enough so you can ignore it?
2: I'm taking enough so I can ignore it right now. <laughs> and that's a problem with herbs. <laughs> but I can if I took more it'd be completely gone. But I real, I realize that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't often take I get you know I start forgetting so you about lazy, it. Yeah, huh? I get lazy about it, but um, I often can take, uh, if I get it really bad or if it hits me to the point that I know I'm not going to be able to go to work the next day, that evening I can take enough and I can do stuff to make it so I feel great the next day. No problem. <laughs> and so knowing that sometimes makes me a little bit lazy. I should take enough so it's just all gone and I should be taking three hayas every day, three to six, just to make during the season to make sure it's not bothering me. But I'm not. I take it whenever
1: I feel bad. Well, over the years of taking Hayas and treating my allergies, <clears throat> and it's been several years, I, I noticed around the second to third year of taking Hayas symptomatically, you know, when I have a, problems, I take it. I noticed that my allergies got less and less to the point where I hardly ever take Hayas. I kid... That I love hay fever season well I do I love having the answer for people that are miserable because I was the same way and it's great to be able to say this is the answer now a lot of times people will say well is this an antihistamine what we're trying to do is to help people understand the philosophy of herbology herbs are not drugs they are nutrients and also nutrients that cleanse the system. We were created by someone that knew exactly what he was doing, and inside our body is a mechanism to be able to be healthy, and to resist all these pollens. You, you see a juniper tree in it, and the wind blows this, this pollen off, and people just run because it's just it's terrible. But the herbs put back into the upper respiratory system the nutrients necessary for them not to be irritated by those pollens.
2: I had a lady come in the other day to um, our store, and she was looking for hay As She said that, you guys had a store that you put it in, and it was there for a long time, and I would use it regularly. And then they changed hands. They went out of business, and I couldn't find it. It's been about ten years, six or six to ten years I haven't been able to find it. And I've tried and she named off a bunch of different just allergy just, things. Just man. Google has and they'll come up. And um she was at work and um she had a coworker that said, Why don't you Google it?
1: <laughs> so she did. Huh? So
2: she googled it and she came over and she was like, This is the only thing that takes care of my allergies. This is the only thing that no matter what takes care of it.
1: Now, you know, allergies that are not taken care of and, and are let to, to linger and make people suffer, then you run the risk of the lungs being involved. I really personally believe that unless there's some, some, you were born with a weak lung or some problem in the lungs, I really believe that asthma, bronchitis, all those lung problems are the result of, of mismanagement <coughs> of allergies because what happens is the sinuses drain down in the lungs and then damage the lungs or plug them up or fill them full of mucus. So the first thing, if you've got asthma that you want to reach for if uh, your sinuses are bothering you, is hay as so that you keep it from dropping down in the lungs. Now, if it does drop down in the lungs, there's several other formulas that are very, very handy. Ammonia helps heal and nourish the lungs so that they have less problems. And that's one you don't have to take a lot of. You no. just
2: three a day. You take too much, and it's like eating too much green chili. Yeah, it's pretty brisk. <laughs> or eating too much cayenne or hot food. <laughs> you only want to take three. Um, but then there's flim up and that's one that you don't have to take a lot either.
1: I we sat down with the kids, and I'd tell the kids what these formulas did, uh, did, and then would name them. And I really, really, really wanted to name flim Up hawk and spit. <laughs> but I got outruled. now the kids are older; they think that would be a good idea, but you know the cough that just doesn't produce anything flame up will help relax that spasm it'll help the the mucus roll out when you cough so you can get it out of your system and it, nothing worse than a cough that's not productive mm-hmm. and, and ammonia solves that problem, and it that's doesn't little... and that doesn't take a lot either uh one to three a day will help bring that up. I recommend once you start coughing and bringing stuff up effectively, discontinue it for a while and see how long it works. And that's of the phlegm up. Yeah, that's, that's hot and spit. Yeah, the phlegm up. Or phlegm up, it <laughs> under the name phlegm Exactly.
2: And you just want to increase it a little bit because if you take too much of it, sometimes the mucus can come up too fast and it's not enjoyable.
1: It, well, once the mucus comes up, you're better though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get it up real fast, you can... I would never recommend
1: <laughs> yeah. the, the big dose there. And then we've, we have, yeah, with pollens and different things, irritants that bother the eye. So occasionally I will use eye, eye bright, which helps with that. <clears throat> if it's gotten real nasty, then, then you've uh, got the support affection if you feel like there's some viral or bacterial uh, complications also. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, out of all of these, Hayaz is the one that you're probably going to take the most for the upper respiratory system. It's one of those that, when, I, when I've ignored it to the point that it's gotten bad, uh, <laughs> I have to take three every hour until I feel better. And generally, it doesn't take more than a day.
1: Well, let's talk about some you know, people that walk in and they say how much to take. And my response a lot of times is it will take enough to solve the problem. And and that's not really a, a normal dose that you hear from from things that are trying to you're trying to take care of health problems. Well it is with herbs because it's like taking lettuce or a salad or things like that.
2: You take enough that your sinuses aren't hungry anymore. And the way you know they aren't hungry
1: anymore is your symptoms go away. <laughs> Runny nose and watery eyes and coughs and stuff like that. So so what I would recommend is take two or three and then find out what happens. Yeah. You might have to take two or three over ten minutes. Then I'd probably take more. But the next day it'll be less. And the next day it'll be less once you get on top of the allergies. Mm-hmm. And then those that want to just kind of <laughs> mess around with it and not take enough, then, you know, they they take a handful and then they move on until the symptoms come back. That's okay, too. It'll still work. It'll still help you function. And eventually you will you will heal the upper respiratory system so that the the environment we live in we were created in so we should be able to tolerate it mm-hmm. and HAAS allows you to rebuild that system and that if you
2: want to be one of those smart people that don't get it at all, <laughs> then as smart. soon as it starts to as soon as it
1: starts to bother
2: you, you should take HAAS infection right away.
1: I'm one of those smart people now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I'm a smart people because if I feel some of that coming on I, I take a handful yeah know, three or four however bad it is and then generally because i i have this this health in my upper respiratory system i may never do that again for several months mm mm-hmm. and if you hit it
2: right off it usually goes away very quickly but if you let it set in like really get in on you and you really feel bad you're going to have some you're going to have to
1: take quite a bit of hay as to get over it and, well and those people that do neglect it or haven't had some answers the ears can get involved, you know. And treating the ears is a, is a is something that people. I've had people really wince at the idea of uh, me telling them put oil in their ear. They think it's going to run and run up into their brain or something. I don't know. Uh, get a good ear oil. In fact, the cheapest best ear oil is go to your uh, supermarket and buy some olive oil that has garlic in it. That's the best ear oil there is because now there are some formulas that have mollin and things like that, and those are very good too, but if you really have the propensity to have ear problems or your family suffers with ear problems, go get a big stinking bottle, and you can use it for cooking oil too, okay? And the best way to do it is to warm the oil up in the sink. or, or, or My mom used to take and put the oil on a spoon, and then use a match underneath it, warm it up. Then she'd stick her finger in it, make sure it was not too hot, and then she'd dump it in my ear. Oh, how soothing, how soothing that is. So, upper respiratory includes the ears also, and it can, can get dropped down into the, mm. into the throat. I was always told when treating
2: it, and I found it to be true, you have to treat the ears, nose, and throat.
1: Yeah, your mom, your mom
2: always had a propensity to have that kind of stuff. Yeah. You always have to treat the ears, nose, and throat. Um, if your sinuses are bothering you, I don't care if your ears aren't bothering you or if your throat isn't bothering you. Do something for your throat. Do something for your ears and your nose if you want to get rid of it quickly. Otherwise, you're going to chase it into your ears, and then you're going to chase it into your throat, and then you're going to chase it back into your sinus. It's the same hole in your head. <laughs> exactly. It's the same. So, he has, helps overall the nutrients, but sometimes you need to put an ear oil in and... Maybe take some anti-spaz or something to, to help with the, the lungs and everything.
1: When it drops into the into the glands right here, what would you yeah. do for that?
2: Using gland oil. Um, and we've got a whole
1: bunch of stuff for sinuses. I <laughs> exactly. thought we just had a handful.
2: Yeah, gland oil is phenomenal because you get those swollen glands or you just ache underneath your jaw yeah, and we're up in your we're, ear. You're,
1: you're talking and you're touching Tell tell tell. Us I'm where explaining. Those, you're explaining. Those I'm saying
2: words? I, uh, underneath <laughs> your jaw and up into your ear. <laughs> you're aching in that area. You want to uh, wipe the gland oil from the tip of your ear down underneath the line of your jaw, <laughs> and, and, that, you'll, you'll, and hit you'll hit your glands.
1: It, and you'll notice there's some swelling there. Anytime you've got a, a, a child that's. <clears throat> that has ear problems mm-hmm. you're good, you, or, or throat problems or things like that, check those glands underneath the jaw and treat them until those bumps, those little peanuts, go away. And feel, feel somebody that's normal. Feel one of your kids
2: that doesn't have any problem so a problem. A normal
1: person. <laughs> <Wow>.
2: <laughs> feel somebody that doesn't have swollen glands so you can tell because sometimes you don't know, is that normal, is it not? So pay attention. Fill it on yourself and then later you'll notice when you have swollen glands and you need to, to know what it, what it feels like. Pay attention.
1: There'll be a little knot in there. And, and, that, and that gland is found by starting at the earlobe, going, driven underneath the jawline and then where it about bends. It's between mm-hmm. those two points. Yeah. It can be lower also up to, into the
2: throat. And gland oil is one of those that is really strong. Really strong. Um, so, it comes in a one dram bottle. If you know what that is, a little bitty
1: bottle. Or, or it's easier just use gland sap.
2: Yeah, and that little bitty bottle should last you a long time. You shouldn't use it in one cold.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I tell people that that we make gland sap, and it's strong, and that's good for those little glands under the ears. But that little dram bottle will make thirty-two two ounce jars of salve. it's that that's the mm-hmm. constituents it's very very strong so, so use it very when straight. i use it
2: i take off the lid i put my finger on top of it dump it over dump it back and then whatever's on my finger that's what i
1: use don't stick it in your nose
2: yeah don't stick it in your nose mom <laughs> does but don't, don't, don't put it don't on sensitive it. really sensitive areas because it's strong it's going to really pull out the stuff that's in there um it's also very well we're saying gland oil it's very effective for any bug bites if i have any something abnormal starting to grow on my skin i put gland oil on it first and then i go ask what it is (laughs) because um if it's a bug bite or if it's a zit or if it's something else like that eh, gland oil just gets rid of it
1: it actually stimulates lymphatics in that region so Mm -hmm. so so the fluids dissipate and are, are carried off uh it was actually designed for your mother uh she had lupus erythema nodosum which is a uh basically a big bruise on your shin uh and it 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 helped eliminate that that was one of the major things uh okay. gland salve is a little easier to use it's not as strong so we'd recommend that uh, allergies are dealable they're dealable but each season is not the same you'll start out with problems you'll be going along and you're taking two a day or whatever and then the hayes quits working, and you got allergies again. No, it didn't quit working. Something bloomed, so get back up on top of that next bloom of that next pollen that's moving around. It doesn't stay the same. It it comes and goes, and sometimes you're allergic to one worse than the other. But that will begin to dissipate. That will begin to dissipate because you're we're not curing it. We're not. What we're doing is we're making our system impervious to those problems yeah and um we've mentioned several different herbs we mentioned the affection
2: um is an all amount around takes care of the immune system it's even safe to use if you have autoimmune it's not going to boost your immune system and make it worse um <laughs> on the contrary it'll make it, it, it'll f- make it better yeah. it actually helps with it uh so it all around helps with the immune system and cleans the lymphatic system and generally if you're really sick, you don't need any more than eight. It's so effective, you never need more than eight, generally.
1: Or one or two. Yeah, one or, uh,
2: with allergies, generally, one or two. I think three sometimes.
1: So uh, let's so, so let's kind of let's wrap it down for them so they understand. We've mentioned a lot of formulas. Do they have to take all those stinking formulas no. to have results?
2: I start out with, hey, as infection. I always I don't care what I've got. If I don't know what i got, I always start taking infection because you can't. It doesn't hurt to help.
1: Get the immune system started working. Okay, so if, if I came in, I'd never heard of has, hey, I'd never done any, anything like that. What would you recommend me doing? I'm just suffering. I'm just miserable. I
2: would have you take three every hour until your symptoms get better.
1: Three every hour? Yep. Hayas? Hayas. Just I has. have you take I... Hayas
2: three every hour until your symptoms get better. And generally, I would put... One faction along with that, or um, every time you take the three haz for the first little well, bit? I've got or? a cough
1: that's not, now now, now I come back in, and, and I've done that, it's been successful, but I'm lazy and don't take my herbs regularly, <laughs> okay? And I've got a cough now. What would you tell me to do?
2: I would need you to still take um, haz probably about six a day.
1: It's not in my head anymore. It's in my lungs. <laughs> Why
2: am I taking haz? Because haz helps it so it doesn't come back in your sinuses, and also you can have a drip, a post drip. That you post naval drip, uh, nasal, sorry, not navel, nasal <laughs> drip, that you may not even realize is getting into your lungs and compounding the issue. Okay. So you want to take chaos to continue to take care of the upper respiratory system. And then you would use, depending on what type of cough it is, sometimes you have a cough. It's a nasty cough. It's kind of a wet cough, so it's like, but nothing's know. coming up. And mm-hmm. then you have those coughs that it feels like when you cough, it's like sending spikes into your lungs.
1: No spikes, just no mucus. I'm not cough. Yeah. It's just dry. What? So if it's just
2: um, the it, flim up would help to get that mucus out so your cough can go away because you're coughing because your body wants to get rid of the mucus. So you use the flim up and as soon as the mucus is out with the flim up, um, you'll stop the cough. So I would start out with three, but then pay attention. When you cough, is the mucus coming up well? Is it starting to cough? up? If it isn't, add one more to it um, a day. Um, and then it, you can add a little bit more and until your mucus really starts to move up, um, then, um, you just continue to take it at that dose until your mu- mucus is gone out of your the lungs. Mucus, yeah. The mucus? The mucus. As soon as the mucus is gone. As soon as the mucus is gone. But if it's one of those costs that it feels like it really hurts your lungs, I would use ammonia along with it. Three ammonia a day because that really helps to soothe the lungs and to heal it. And, and if you're having a just real trouble breathing, the ammonia really helps with that.
1: So then you're telling me that when I begin to hawk and spit, mm-hmm. I, I can cut back on... You're at the right dosage. On, on flame up? Yep. Should have named it hawk <laughs> and spit.
2: <laughs> now, I want to mention something about ammonia.
1: Ammonia
2: is so effective that I knew a guy that got off of oxygen... When he was still smoking his cigarettes. I'm not saying promoting smoking cigarettes, but it's so effective yeah. that he was able to take care of his lungs and it started to heal even when he was smoking his what cigarettes.
1: Would he take his oxygen off and smoke? No, he'd smoke with his oxygen. Oh, off. my goodness.
2: Don't yeah. I'd <laughs> see him before when I was working in Wildly Natural Foods. Before he came in the store, I'd see him out there smoking a cigarette with his um, oxygen on. And then he'd come in the store and he'd buy ammonia and it didn't take him for it. Took about a month or so of him consistently taking ammonia. I think he's taking flum up as well. Um, he was able to get
1: off of oxygen. Did he ever quit smoking? No. That's that's what he needed to do. That's
2: what he needed to do, and I recommended that, but he was able to (laughs) get off of his oxygen, and he's happy with that. Now, I say that not to say, give you the excuse to just abuse yourself with, uh, the smoking, because it does so many other things, and eventually you might get back on oxygen because of it. (laughs) It's well, going to continue to degrade your lungs, but ammonia is so amazing and so effective with helping your oxygen levels and really helping you to breathe. It's just phenomenal, and only three of them a day.
1: Well, my eyes are involved in my allergies. How much, how much eye bright would Eyebrite would you put in bright. you only there? need about three a day. Okay.
2: Eyebrite's one of those really good, effective ones, too, that you just need a few to... All you're doing is you're encouraging... Um, some of your healing energy to focus on your eyes. Okay,
1: so I take all these pills all the time, and I just a boatload of pills to take care of allergies. Can I ever quit taking them?
2: Um, yeah, once you start feeling better.
1: And you cut back or well, quit?
2: You start cutting back. If you quit, you're going to deal with it, and you're going to muddle through it for a long time. But if you take it until you you completely feel better, and then you back off to a minimum of maybe one eye bride and three hayas, and one fection, and... Maybe, and if the mucus is gone, you can stop taking the phlegm up, and if your mu- lungs are still hurting, maybe one monia, um, and i would continue that for a week or two after you feel better, just to... Okay, and
1: if I discontinue and it comes back, what do I do? Start back where I told you to start at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> But it, experience has shown us with people that do this that they they, slow, they take less and less each year.
2: Now, if you came in to me early enough that it's just barely starting to feel sinus pressure and just barely starting to have issues, I'd say take um, six as a day um, and then back off to three. Uh, take six hayas that day and then back off to, to three a
1: day. Does, does food have anything to do with
2: allergies? Food has to do with your immune system and whether your body is nourished. And if your body isn't nourished properly, if you aren't getting the proper nutrients, then any illness is involved. So your sinuses can't get the way they are unless you aren't getting all the nutrients that they need. If you're getting all the nutrients all the time that they need, they aren't going to get
1: that way. So then if we so, re- yes. lived in the Garden of Eden <laughs> long time ago, have, we would have Or use hayas as a
2: spice, just open it up over your food. <laughs> well, I have people that cook
1: <laughs> with it. I have heard stories about people that cook with it. I, find, I found when I was a kid that um, I would crave refined carbohydrates when I had allergies. And it, I found that it, it complicated the way mm-hmm. I felt. It made it worse. So. You, so, pay attention to those kind of things. Try to eat a little bit better. Eat more fruits and vegetables. Uh, vitamin C is awesome. So the best place to get vitamin C is out of your food. Mm, cherries. cherries. Cherries have more fruits,
2: vitamin C than oranges.
1: Or they just have the wrap of having, having vitamin C as uh, oranges. Uh, mm-hmm. I was told about one of my grandkids. She had a rash on her on her face and she got into oranges she just loved oranges but she'd kind of whimper every time the juice had run down into her sore well pretty soon the sore was gone and i believe it was because of vitamin c so we've about spent our time here jim you want to say something you introduced us
0: i'm good i'm good
1: okay you got anything else to say no i'm good okay you need to realize that it's not about curing people it's about healing them with them changing their diets and putting back into the system, the upper respiratory system, the nutrients it needs to function properly. That's what we're looking for. We're not dealing with asthma or bronchitis or those kind of things. We're just trying to help the upper respiratory system function like it was designed to function by the creator. Thanks for being here.